Alex, the Pax Beta, glowered as Jake approached. His chocolate-brown hair was tied back into a short ponytail, although his bangs still hung in his eyes carelessly. He was just as tall as Jake, but his swimmer's build was lankier, his muscles leaner, while Jake's were more sharply defined. He wore the same uniform as Timothy, a tight black t-shirt and jeans, but on Alex, it looked like a second skin. Just eyeing the wolf made Jake's hackles rise. While he was unsure of Danny, he knew he'd have to dominate Alex if he wanted to join the pack, and the beta wouldn't back down without a fight, that much was certain. Three frozen lemonades, please, Jake said and handed Alex the $20 bill. For a moment, he thought the beta would throw the money back into his face, but the man complied with his order and handed him back the change. For the captain and not for you, he growled under his breath as he pushed the cardboard drink holder toward Jake. Leaning over the counter, Jake stared into the other wolf's sharp hazel eyes. You'll do it for me, soon enough. Alex's body shook, his teeth bared, and his hands balled into tight fists as he glared daggers at the detective. Jake smiled. I'll see you tonight, he said and winked as he grabbed the drinks. Maybe it wasn't wise to rile Alex up before officially joining the pack, but something in his blood, an urge for their respect, made it nearly impossible not to. Have a good day, detective, Timothy called as Jake left. Jake nodded at the Omega and smiled. Hopefully, when this was all settled, it'd be worth it. Back at the station, Danny scowled at his drink when Jake set it on his desk, but he took a sip nonetheless. Then a man walked out of Holden's office just as Jake approached, his coveralls and toolbox telltale signs of a repairman. "'You gonna fix the air conditioner?' Jake asked, and set the lemonade on top of a pile of papers on Holden's desk. The captain took a long sip of the cold drink before he answered, "'Let's hope. Only a couple more hours and we'll get to go home.' Jake nodded and slumped in the chair across from his mate. "'So is there some kind of formal initiation ritual I should know about?' Well, you already know what you have to do. Why? Are you having second thoughts again? Jake hadn't been overly excited about joining Holden's pack, or any wolf pack, when they first met. He sighed and took a sip of his own tangy concoction. They might learn to respect me, but that doesn't mean they'll like me. It's a whole new experience for all of us. Holden watched him, his usually sharp blue eyes softening. I know, but the fate of our moon is spoken and our connection can never be severed, not even by death. They'll learn to live with it in time. Jake frowned into his drink. That's just what he was afraid of. So I have to live with a group of men, half of who hate me, and just wait for them to get over it? Should I send the moon flowers to let her know how grateful I am? Captain Walker sighed, his jaw stiffening. Look, Jake, do you think this is easy on me? Do you think I wanted a lone wolf as a mate? I did what my instincts told me to do. You know what it feels like, how hard it is to resist the call. And I don't regret it, not for one second, because I know this is right. But you just don't even want to try sometimes, do you? Jake glared at the slightly taller man. His green eyes narrowed under his dark brows. Don't make yourself out to be the victim. You seemed more than happy to give in to your fate. You didn't want a lone wolf as a mate? Well, I never wanted to be a wolf to begin with. I didn't ask for any of this, Holden. Not one goddamn moment of this life, this fucking burden, he said, digging his hands into the desk in front of him. Captain Walker held his gaze without pity. I figured that was it. 
Most people who go through the change usually accept it wholeheartedly or go insane. You became a hermit. Blood pounded in Jake's ears and he stood up, knocking his chair over behind him. Like I had a fucking choice. The bastard who bit me ran off into the woods. I was in the hospital for weeks because of that stupid beast. No matter what they did, rabies shots and antibiotics, I just got worse. It's lucky I was released right before the change. And do you know why I was released? Take a guess, Holden. They sent me home to my parents. They sent me home to die because there was nothing more they could do for me. The captain's face softened. Jake, I... Shut the fuck up. The first time I changed, the very first time my body broke down and rebuilt itself as a wolf, was in my childhood bedroom. Surrounded by all the toys and trophies my mom spent years keeping perfect, I destroyed it in five short minutes. I would have killed them too if I hadn't jumped out of the window and ran into the woods. I'm a danger to society and a danger to myself, so I don't have to accept this. And even if I should, it won't make that any less true. Suddenly Holden reached across the table and grabbed Jake by the arm, his finger strong on the lone wolf as he pulled him into a tight hug, his full lips buried in Jake's neck. I'm sorry, the alpha whispered. Jake's heart pounded in his chest, his mind urging his aching body to run away from Kellogg and never come back, but the thread that connected his heart to Holden's kept him still. He swallowed the lump in his throat, the part of him that kept that story hidden for ten long years and gripped onto his lover's muscular shoulders. Holden kissed his rough cheek, the captain's lips light as they met his mouth. Jake kissed his maid back with fervor, half-fueled by lust and half by his lingering anger. It was a good thing the captain kept the shades on his office clothes that day.